and you guys being EPA, you know, CDC, yes. uh, Norfolk Southern, all of them together, if that's the way you guys handle this, well, then how do I, why would you even expect me to believe that you perhaps didn't have a hand in causing something like right. this, you know? Right. Around the world, as promised, a remnant remains who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Remnant Podcast. What's your summary? What's your conclusion? My, the first thought that I have is I'm just heartbroken for, you know, our fellow Americans, people, because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about, you know, yeah. I mean, what if it was, was our thinking family? Uh, earlier in the week because I, I hadn't researched any of this, mm-hmm. but I knew we were going to talk about it, and I thought, well, I need to at least know something. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, you know, I wish that I could, if there's a couple up there or a family. I wish I could say, hey, you know, oh, if no. y'all need a place to stay for a month, come stay. Right. You know, I know it'll be difficult, but come stay, you know, let them get it sorted out up there. I wish Christian people would give, would kind of open their homes and say, look, I will give you a place to evacuate to if they're right. going to get this cleaned up, you know, because I really do it when you, oh, you my know, goodness, the more I know. you look through something like that. Can you that, imagine you what that would mean to us? Shoes. I would have been ticked. I'm telling you right now, I'd be ticked. And, you know, and knowing that it's even more lethal cancerous to children even more i mean we have nine Mm -hmm. and can you imagine what it's like you got your child running around outside and you're i mean what do you do what do you do if like you said most people don't have the means to just get up and move and leave it all behind and start fresh and start new i mean it's it's heartbreaking to think about and then like you said you, you have nowhere to turn even whenever you do have physical ailments i mean Everybody just turns a blind eye or acts like, well, you know, there's nothing I can do for you. It would just be terrible. And then, you know, the whole no actual financial assistance, no. And then you're giving aid to other countries. And I mean, I can't imagine how they're feeling right now. I just can't imagine. Yeah, that one is huge. I mean, really, but there's that three days later, they sent five hundred million dollars to a foreign country, you know. Mm-mm. Which is, in my summary of this, I do. I am interested in the question of is there actually not necessarily a conspiracy at work here, but it are, is the rail system actually being attacked by people hacking into it or something and trigger? I mean, because it just seems so odd to me that in four months, five train derailments in Ohio, even. Yes. And so I'm not saying that there is or that there isn't. But when you combine that with the like hundred food factories that have burnt to the ground this last year, chicken mm-hmm. houses that have burnt to the ground and all this kind of stuff that has been happening, it's like, you know, what really is going on here? It's hard for me after a certain point to just sit back and think, yeah, you know, accidents happen because accidents do happen, but they're called accidents because they don't normally happen. Right. And now it's there's a normality to it. And so it's like, well, is it an accident anymore then? Or is there something really going on here? Now, I, I can't say one way or another. I mean, honestly, I seen the video of the axle throwing sparks and all that kind of stuff. I, I did see that. But, you know, again, I'm, I'm not going to get into this too much. But the fact that they were able to monitor the temperature from within these cars tells me that there's electronics and stuff in these cars. Yeah, actually, when I was 
uh, learning more about all that, they're supposed to get an alarm. The, the crew is supposed to get an alarm when the heat exceeds like 170 degrees. Supposedly, they didn't get an alarm until it was over like 230 degrees or 250 degrees, something like that. My initial thoughts are there was a lot that happened in the beginning that sort of was like a uh, we're going to uh, what's the word? not procrastinate, but put everything off as long as possible, hoping that there would be this big explosion. That's what it seemed like to me, because the equipment didn't go off with the normal safety uh, uh, settings, you know, at 170 degrees, they didn't get an alarm. The crash was at 9 p.m. Actually, it was like 8.53 p.m. It wasn't reported until 11 o'clock. Firefighters were drawn back so that the fire continued for two days um and then even whenever the they did the drilling and the controlled burn off and all of this stuff it just seems to me like because the explosion didn't happen there were obviously better ways to do this and to handle this but they needed the explosion they wanted the explosion who's the they and why what's the motive i don't know i don't know Yes, that's where it really does get complicated. It does become hard to just call it "Ah, just a freak accident when it's just happening all over the place. Mm -hmm. It becomes hard to say, oh, there's no ulterior motive when they handle everything this way. Yes, everything. Yes, it becomes very difficult to keep giving the benefit of the doubt. One bad decision. Okay, two bad But when you can't even find one of the good decisions, where's the good decision? Yeah. And all of this stuff, how they handled the residents, how they handled the small businesses, how they handled the toxicology, you know, the the report of what vinyl chloride does, how they handled, you know, is the air toxic? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. All of these things. Where's the one good decision that we found? That was kind of my point is it's like even a chain of bad decisions I would forgive because from my perspective, I really wasn't there at ground zero and I really don't know exactly, you know, what do you do when you don't know what will happen if these five tanks explode? Is it, is that going to be worse than if we do this in a, you know, controlled burn kind of thing? What, what do you really do? I, I don't know what I would do, but I know this much. When I see what they did afterwards, that tells me that they don't like the money. You follow the money. Yes. One million dollars going to a city of 5,000 people. That's the nothing. That's and nothing. That's, and that's what? That was a month later? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so I would have forgiven, I think, a lot of bad decisions and just say, well, you know, I'm just going to try and give the people the benefit of the doubt because I, I don't really think these guys that work for Nor- Norfolk Southern, you know, are wanting to kill everybody. And so I'd just give the benefit of the doubt there. But at the end of the day, it's like... <laughs> But man, the way you guys handled every single decision, like you did, you're not even trying to help these people. Right. And so it it definitely looks to me like their number one agenda is just get the railway back open. You know, we're making too be. much money to slow down here. And so at the end of the day, then it makes me think, like I said, well, you know what, if that's if that's the way that you guys and you guys being EPA, you know, CDC, yes. uh, Norfolk Southern, all of them together, if that's the way you guys handle this, well, then how do I? Why would you even expect me to believe that you perhaps didn't have a hand in causing something like right. this? You know, right? I mean, I'm not. I'm still not saying. And that the they CDC did or that they changing didn't. something eleven days that definitely gives this. I mean, it is convincing to me. I mean, maybe not everybody, and I understand if you need more evidence, but that and there's we, a premeditation yeah, and to we what didn't happened. Even mention 
the movie White Noise in 2018 that portrays a hazardous material train wrecking in a town in Ohio and people being affected by it and them being abandoned and left to die. You know, that's that's kind of the premise of the movie that nobody's helping. And it's like, you know, again, I. Do I think that was like predicted long ago? I don't really think that. You know, my brain just won't let me think that. But I just run into constant things lately where it's like, man, it's like at some point, if I don't start looking underneath the skin of it all, I'm kind of a fool. You know, at some point, if I don't start looking at maybe there is something happening here, I'm kind of I'm now I'm being reckless, you know, uh, because the stuff just keeps piling up and you got this cumulative case of terrible decision after terrible decision. And then when it's like, oh, well, you know what? So maybe that was a bad decision. The shape charge blowing the tanks because, boy, I'm telling you what, it caused the fire like we didn't see coming. Therefore, we should help the people. Nope. Deny. And (laughs) even during that explosion that could be seen on weather radar they're gonna say during that there was no toxicity found by their air monitors yeah and it's that's kind of stupid too because it is literally classified as a hazardous material that's why it is in a, a pressure tank yeah <laughs> that's know? what i mean is like it's just this a hundred percent attempt at deny 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 it seems so foolish to me yeah and aaron brockovich i i You know, I don't endorse anything about her necessarily, but she went up there like a week ago and started interviewing people. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a way, I'm thankful. Well, she's got a name that'll draw a lot of attention. That's why I'm thankful is because she has a name that'll draw a lot of attention. I I can't say I'm not neither for or against her because I don't know anything about her. I just know that she'd fought a famous case. But I kind of think she's a... Well, I won't even go into that. That doesn't matter. But according to what she said, I watched her on, you know, in the town talking to the people. She was saying that there were, what's not being reported is that there were hundreds of people, hundreds of people that actually ended up going to the emergency room. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and was having like their throats closing up on them, just all kinds of reactions to this. And and yeah. she had the residents on camera right there. You know, mm. the guys are saying and they're saying it that, no, this is, a, you know, this is making us very sick, you know. And so when you see that too, it touches your heart. Yes, you know? I can. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah. At the end of the day, if nor I, they should be a bankrupt company. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I mean, the fallout of all this stuff is going to reach so far beyond East oh, Palestine. I, know. I mean, me. I, I, that you know, my, that's where my sort of science brain goes is that this thing didn't end once it got airborne. It only just begun. Yes. And if you know, I don't know how heavy this this gas is is it heavier than air so to speak is it you know i'm talking about in its burn form are the particulates that's created how quite quick are they going to fall out of the air but i mean this could have been carried 100 miles east mm-hmm. and as of course it's in the water supply yes. and a lot of this stuff i know that the dioxins they said has a half-life of like seven years which means even seven years from now 50 percent of whatever made it into the soil and water will still be there even seven years from now but yeah it's a big deal man it's a big deal, but what would I mean, you, so you know, sad. other than just reporting on it, you know, I guess it's the preacher in me, but my mind goes to kind of applying it to the people that might listen to this. I guess what I would say to them, and you can think about what you would say to them, but if there is anybody listening to this, I would say no matter what your party politics are, no matter what your position is on certain things, 
from this, we need to learn you cannot trust these agencies. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, in my mind, there's been a hundred reasons before this. I already right. didn't trust them. Right. But from this one event alone, we need to realize the EPA doesn't actually have our best interest at heart. Um, the CDC doesn't actually have your best interest at heart because when given the chance to actually come in and help when a real disaster is obviously happening, they hand their hands off on it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's that's my conclusion out of this whole thing. I can't say. Ultimately, I can't say that we're, there's any agenda behind it, but I can say once it happened, the agenda certainly kicked in and the agenda was save as much money as we can in this you know do not report the truth on the toxic levels and the epa and cdc didn't do one single thing in my mind for the people the thing that comes to my mind is that if you follow the thought of the fallout that's coming along with everything else the sort of the temperature of what's going on within our country and even globally and all that stuff it just seems to me we are in a time <laughs> We're getting so close to a time where, you know, you can see things like famine or, you know, pestilence. And you can see these things coming around the block. And um, it just seems like the table is being set for things that I would just think that it's a good time to be uh, aware spiritually. Yeah, it's like I was telling you yesterday. The headline could basically read these days, Matthew 24 fulfilled. Because, you know, Jesus said, they said, what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the world? And he said, you'll hear wars and rumors of wars and kingdom against kingdom. And he said there'd be pestilence and famine and earthquakes in diverse places. And it was less, what, a month ago there was that another earthquake in Turkey. Yeah. 46,000 dead in Turkey, 6,000 dead in Syria or Assyria. And, uh, you know, and all in the same month, a huge environmental disaster here. I mean, think in, about that. That's a big 50,000 people. 52,000 people dead in a day to an earthquake. And in this, you got a huge environmental disaster that's probably going to ultimately cost the lives of a thousand people or more over the next 10 year period. While they're sending $500 million to a war and a rumor of a war that's going on. And we just came out of a pandemic, which is pestilence. It's like the the headline news should just say, boop, boop, breaking news, Jesus was Jesus. He told the truth, and this is what's happening. Well, Everybody, get ready. You made a joke, which, honestly, we could probably do like a whole month-long segment, but you said instead of calling this news hour, we should call this Matthew 24 hour. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, goodness gracious, that's actually very accurate. It is very accurate. It's like... It couldn't possibly be more accurate than that, know. you know. And I won't uh, for this. We'll just end there. You're right. It could. We could go on with this for hours because this stuff is happening all over the world. And let me make one more point. And if you want to cut it out of here, that's fine. If we want to talk about it on another one, that's fine. But one of the key things that I perceive out of what Jesus prophesied is that most of what is happening in those things that he lists, because if you actually study Revelation, those things are also seen there. Mm -hmm. But Revelation adds a context to it a little bit, that it's so much of it is actually men doing, bringing it about. Yes. It's the decisions of men. It's the playing God of men. You know, it's the, the, the genetically modified foods that the men are doing, perhaps. I'm not singling that one out in particular, but I just mean a lot of what we see as these great troubles and trials of the last days is brought upon us 
by people. You know, mm-hmm. well, first of all, obviously war is, but even like pestilence, when we think of that underlying word as plague, yeah, a lot of that is because of their engineering and viruses and a lot of the stuff that they're studying research. I'm just saying we're bringing it about on ourselves, right. you know, yes. and now they're calling it food shortage. Jesus says famine, but the food shortage is actually brought about by, again, a lot of terrible decisions that people are making mm-hmm. and even some of it intentional and that, that's pretty obvious. And so that's something to keep in mind. You have to be less trusting of corporations and government agencies now than you ever have. I mean, yes. I'll just leave it at that. So, man, you did a great job on it. And this is still a developing thing. And we will probably, I would imagine, in maybe two or three months, kind of do a follow-up and see how much more did the narrative change. Yeah, that's one thing I did, like I told you a few days ago, I appreciated about sort of looking at this story a few weeks after the initial derailment because it sort of gave me a little bit better ability to sort of look at multiple sources, all the stories that came out, all the different quotes that were said and uh, really compare them and see what was sort of where the people sort of slipped up or where this didn't make a whole lot of sense or that didn't line up. It was actually helpful to look back on it three weeks out. Yeah, and you really, you know, what we have told here is a very condensed version. You went about this like a detective, and it was pretty interesting to hear what you was pointing out, the timeline, how you told this as a timeline, and how contradictions begin to recirculate within the timeline. They're saying this over here. They're saying that over there, even all the way back to the waters freezing thing that ended up just being left out of the, you know, the, the further reports and all that kind of stuff. And so I know you had also told me that when you kind of sat down to study on it, you had no idea you was going to end up going this deep, but it just continually led you there because you kept finding one thing after another. And you was like, I I mean, I watched you over here working on this while I was working on, and you just kept shaking your head head and shaking your head and you kept looking at me and you was like, okay, I'll just wait to tell you. I'll wait yes. to tell you, but you just found one thing after another stuff that you didn't yes. even bring up because it's like, well, maybe that's too speculative, but there was so much you eliminated, you know? Yeah, and just hope, I was trying to do it for the sake of time, you know. Yeah, you're going to end up dividing this into this multiple things, but that's okay, and I hope people will watch this, and I've never even said this in any of our videos before because I don't really like it, but I also hope people will subscribe um, if you are interested in in what we're doing and we will try and get better and better at this and be probably a little bit more quick to report on some of these things which our whole goal when we started this wasn't just to report on the news we wanted to give a deeper thought to it you know so anyway i'm done if you're done and great job i am thanks good talk good talk (laughs) 